Good afternoon, everyone. So our podcast for today would be on uh, the blockage of the Suez Canal and its um, effect on world maritime trade. So we'll begin with our first speaker, Teslima. So Teslima. Yeah, I'll be discussing on the importance of the Suez Canal in the maritime district. Every single person around the world. Despite the fact that the developments in aviation industry have made the movement of people and goods faster, the shipping industry remains crucial to the growth of economies. Yeah, I'll be breaking down some terms of the topic for better understanding. Now, what do we mean by canal? Canal is an artificial waterway constructed to allow the passage of boats and ship inland. Now, what's the meaning of blockage? What do you mean by blockage? Blockage is an act of stopping something from passing through. So, what is serious canal? The Suez Canal is in Egypt. It is the port side on the Mediterranean Sea, Mediterranean sea in the Indian Ocean, behind the Egyptian city of the Suez on the Red Sea. The canal enables more direct shipping between the Asia and Europe. The 193-kilometer waterway Suez Canal which connects the Asia and Europe is so important to the world trade that world powers fought over it since it was completed in the year 1869. About 12% of the world trade passes the water each year. Everything from crude oil to grains to coffee to the clothes you wear to what you consume passes through this canal. Without Suez Canal, a super tanker carrying Mid-East crude oil, Europe would have to travel an extra 6,000 miles around African Cape of good oil, adding some $3,000 in fuel cost. Because it has no lock, it can handle aircraft carriers. The canal location makes it a killing for shipping crude oil and other hydrocarbons from countries such as Saudi Arabia, North America, and Europe. Among other goods, 54.1 million tons of cereals, cereals pass through the canal, 53.5 billion tons of metals, and 35.4 billion of and coke in the year 2019. In 1858, the Universal Suez Canal Company was tasked to construct and operate the canal for 1999 years, after which the rights will be handed to the Egyptian government. Despite facing multiple challenges, ranking from financial difficulty and attempts by the British and Turkey's to halt construction, the canal was opened for international navigation in the year 1869.
The French and Britain held most of the shares of the canal company. The British used their position to sustain the maritime and colonial interest by maintaining a defensive force along the Suez Canal zone as part of the 1936 treaty. In 1954, facing pressure from Egyptian nationalists, the two countries signed a seven-year treaty that led to the withdrawal of British troops under the leadership of Gamal Abdel Nasser. As a backbone of international trade, heat transportation enables the movement of tools and thousands of goods from toys to trucks. Every day through the vast and unending oceans and seas. According to the International Chambers of Shipping, the shipping industry with more than over 50,000 merchant ships often service internationally carries out almost 90% of the world trade. In conclusion, the world's largest canal without flood, according to the Suez Canal Authority, expects to raise during daily average of traveling rates to 97 ships and revenue of $13.226 billion by the year 2023. Thank you. Thank you very much. So, we're calling on the second speaker, Phoebe. She'll be talking on the process of the blockage of the Swiss Canal. Congratulations, everyone. Um, like he said, I'll be talking on the process of Swiss Canal blockage. So, the Swiss Canal, we all know, is one of the busiest. Canal. Maritime shipping passage, and it is important because it's the shortest maritime route from Europe to Asia. So it was, and it is the first canal that links the Mediterranean Sea to the Red Sea. Okay, and it is 120 miles long. It was opened for navigation on 17th of November, 1869. And Egypt nationalized the canal on the 26th of July 1956. So the Swiss Canal is important because it's the shortest maritime route from Europe to Asia, like I said. And prior to its construction, ships headed towards Asia had to embark on an adult journey around the Cape of Good Hope at the southern tip of Africa. The canal continues to be the lifeline for all trade between the West and East as 10% of the global trade passes through it every year. The average 50 ships that pass through it daily carry about $9.5 billion worth of goods every day. So now to the causes of, uh, to the act of my talk, which is the causes of Suez Canal blockage. So what is blockage? Blockage is simply, simply the act of obstructing. So the Suez Canal blockage is the state or situation whereby a ship gets stuck and as a result, render standstill the traffic on the canal. And there are several incidents of blockage. Okay, several incidents of blockage have been recorded on the Suez Canal. So the first incident occurred in 2004. An oil tanker called the Tropic Williams got lodged on the water. That is, got stopped 
and it was there for about three days. And the savage team could not dislodge it, like they could not get it off the water. Okay, they had to okay, they had to refloat by digging out sand from and under the boats of okay, under the boats to increase the volume of water around the boats in order to get it to move. So another incident occurred in 2006 uh, where a ship called Okal Kingdom got dislodged in the waterway. So rescuers, however, were able to dis dislodge the ship within eight, eight hours. Yeah, they were able to get it off the water within eight hours. Also in 2017, another ship called the OOCL Japan veered off and blocked the canal. However, within a few hours as well, salvage crews were able to get it off the waterway. But recently, the most recent incident was one that occurred last month, precisely 23rd of March. So, where a cargo ship called the Ever Given, which belonged to a Japanese, was coming from China, which was coming from China and heading to Europe when a sandstorm or wind blew and caused the ship to run aground, that is, caused the ship to sink. So, this brought about traffic jams, and as such, hundreds of ships carrying tons of goods were delayed and stranded. Eventually, the blockage came to an end on March 29, through the effort of salvage team who worked around the clock to dislodge the ship. Now, causes of blockage on the Suez Canal. So a lot of factors contribute or are responsible for blockage in the waterway on the Suez Canal. And one of them is adverse weather conditions. Usually when, when the weather on the sea changes adversely, wind or storm erupts, causing the ship to bear off, capsize, and then become stuck to a position. And we all know the implication of this. She, other ships will be able to pass through. Another thing that causes blockage on the waterway is technical or mechanical error. You know, just like other instruments of transportation, ships are prone to develop faults unexpectedly. So when this occurs, most of the times when okay, most of the time when this happens, ship drifts off, you know, capsize, and then they clog the waterway. And the last cause is okay. The last thing that contributed to the blockage on the canal is human error. You know, all women, we as women, we are prone to we are prone to make mistakes. We are bound to make mistakes, and this as well applies to captain of the ship because they are they are women as well. So blockage can occur as a result of mistake or negligence on the part of the captain. You know, when a captain fails to do what he ought to do or did what he shouldn't have done, a ship can as a result capsize and get stuck, consequently causing blockage. Thank you very much. So thank you, Phoebe. So we'll be talking on um, the effect of the blockage on world maritime trends. Because I think the the blockage lasted for like one week, six days. So and ships could not transit through that canal. So what has been the effect on world economy? So people, uh, okay, somebody wants to answer. No, I want to answer. Okay. No, it's, I think it's short that you ask them. Later. You ask them. Later. So, she will talk on the effects of the blockage on the world maritime. Okay, bye. This will be
Okay, good afternoon everyone. I'm Okpayemi. I'll be speaking on the effect of the trade canal blockage and it's on maritime trade. So my partner has spoken about the trade canal blockage, the causes, the history and all. So I also brushed through some parts on the trade canal blockage. So the Strait Canal, as you all know, is an Egyptian, um, Egyptian, Egyptian waterway connecting Europe and Asia and is responsible for facilitating about 20% of all global trade. Supply chain experts are now warning that shippers are likely to see shortage of items in store because of the ship. So the effect of the Strait Canal blockade is, is actually leading to shortage of items Mostly, okay, some people as to wears, as to crude oil, as to gas, as to some people actually pass through perishable items through that place. So it can lead to spoilage and things like prices keep on increasing at that particular time. So, and again, this, and the ship had lost for days, which is actually six days, blocking 200 or more than ships behind it. And the, um, like the Strait Canal blockade, the name of the ship is actually called Ever Giver. And actually, if a ship block the Strait Canal blockade for the, it will stop other ships buying it from passing at that particular time. And we all know that okay, maybe we can't say maybe all those the, um, all those people that owns the ship behind it, they actually hire the ship. That one does not stop their price from increasing at that particular time. They will keep on paying that, okay, oh, we hire this ship for this particular time. That is not the business of the, like, the person that hire you the ship. You actually pay the money. So you, like, the price keep on increasing for you to pay that particular time. And things keep on, like expensive and all. So people were even talking that, okay, we just passed through this COVID period at a particular time. As how things are expensive enough, and also we are experiencing strange canal blockage, which actually prevents us also from buying some things as they are available price. And we all know that Nigeria, most of us are, but after importing, 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 things keep on increasing. And we all used to go to market now. Ah, I bought this thing at this particular price. Why is it increasing at this particular price? So things keep on increasing at this particular stage blockage. It's also a disadvantage on our part as human consumption because most of the things, okay, want to look good and all. It keep on increasing. Okay, it does look crude oil, which is our petrol. We can't move from one place to another without purchasing petrol. So there are a lot of effects on this stage canal blockage as to our goods. Okay. Egyptian authority. So this trade canal blockage has an authority guiding it. So they say Egyptian authorities have attempted to remove the vessel, but all attempts have failed and expert retreat that it might take weeks to dislodge. But nevertheless, you all know that it's no more than since they were able to remove the trade canal blockage because the trade canal blockage was actually ordered by wind for some time and they're trying to pull some vessel from the sea and also making this like weight making it very light to be able to move but that it takes these days that's what it is and we also know okay and the effect of it and all to the growth of the economy and all like if not by something just using okay let me just let me, even though i'm not using water just use 
Todd Milan Bridge as an example. You know, okay, some people start increasing price and not making things. Why some people even make things harder for their own interests? Okay, oh, this one have happened. We continue increasing price and all. I'm just trying to capture it in a straight canal example. So the effect on our um, perishable goods, on our on our wares, apparel, footwear, accessories, home goods, and all. So it affects the growth and makes things keep on increasing and at an unbearable price as to stock. So I think we'll do that. Thank you. Yeah, I think we all understood everything because I think maybe I should do a recap. Um, the Suez Canal blockage was caused by a uh, uh, sandstorm, uh, and then when it was blowed, it kept on. It caused inflation in the world trade because goods could not move from across the canal. So the goods that were already in those places, they had to add prices to them because there was no the, the supply was not uh, enough. So, I think uh, we didn't narrow it down. Although she used this uh, Todd Milan Bridge as an example, like if there's a truck blocking the Todd Milan Bridge, goods will not be able to move down to the island where you have the uh, ma major markets, Okmeko and Jankara, all those markets. You understand? So, because of some people's selfish interests, they already had the BS there. So, they, because they are aware that there's a blockage, they will now increase the price of those goods. So the same thing is applicable in this Suez Canal issue. You understand? Some people add it. So because they knew that, oh, there's a blockage, so they can double the prices of the goods they had. Whereas some people who are carrying perishable goods, because they were stuck at the canal, they could not move. So those goods, they perished. So the ones that they had in all those other places that they were needed, they had to increase the, their prices. So that people would buy. So I think generally the effects were not favorable to the world economy. So they are open to questions, please. Okay, I'm not sure maybe it is okay or Phoebe. She spoke on something about if um, they had hired a ship for a particular period of I think that is you told us the three types of contract of a frame, right? That's the demo region. Where you've hired it for a period of time. I think Phoebe. I'm not sure. That's a, I'm open. So yes. So I wanted to ask that is there? Um, are there um, I'm very sure that maybe lawsuits arose from that. Oh, yeah. Yes, I wanted to. Yes. So I want to like maybe you can give us like a normal case, maybe like an example so we can learn because like is there any provision? Because normally, I think that is under maritime contract that for seeing something like that, so we are still offering it. We've not done this. I'm saying this. I want to just learn from her. Yes, yes, Phoebe. I didn't get your question. Okay, should I rephrase? It? Okay, um, you said something about during that time that the ship was stuck, even other ships, apart from that one that was affecting it. That the, if those people hired the ship, because most people using that ship, they are not the one that owns, they just hired it. So I'm saying that what if uh, one of the contracts fall under one of the three types of contracts of affirming where, whereby we had already agreed to hire the ship, maybe for like three days, and those who were stuck there for nine days, 
there. So I'm, I'm very sure maybe a, a lawsuit arose because maybe that for, maybe the person would want to collect extra, and this person would say this was uh, something I, we didn't foresee. So I want to know maybe was there any case whereby lawsuits arose during that period, or can you please expand on that area that what happens in that area where there's a blockage or something like that? Yes, yes. And I think it's a point that I'm also going to arrange from. Is there any? I don't know. No. So, I'm not aware of any. It can actually. So, what if something like happened? What's the What's the rim? What can happen? I think it's a natural song to be. What's it called? It's a natural song. It can raise the fence that it was. I'm sorry, I'm not trying to make it out for I want to just ask because the thing is that. If we say that it's an act of God, I think, I think basically act of God is something that you've not foreseen. Since it has happened before, we've asked you, Eskana, 2017. Yeah. So definitely it's something that, that is likely to happen, not something that just happened. I'm not sure maybe you get it. has happened before, so I'm just... You don't get it. <laughs> I'm just asking that since we, we always, uh, because I think that it, the, um, should I say the plaintiff or the defendant, uh, the, 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 the claimant rather can say that, yes, yeah, the claimant can say that it is not an act of God because it is actually foreseeable. But it's a windstorm. Yes, it is. It's still foreseeable because it has happened before. Sandstorm is an act of God. It's an act of God. The fact that, um, I don't know, it's not performed by human acts. It's not performed by human acts. They can only take measures. And I think one of the measures should be from the insurance companies that would insure the goods from events like that. So even if anything occurs, it is still the insurance company that will bear the losses. I have another question. And also, it depends on the contract between the parties. Most times in such kind of, kind of contracts, you get clauses, like force majeure clauses, clauses, frustrations. So in these instances, definitely a party can raise the defense of force majeure. And force measure is kind of like a defense that you use in such situations like act of God, situations of unseen circumstances and things that are beyond control. So in those instances, most times what the court does is they kind of they kind of look at the circumstances. This really force measure. And force measure most mostly I think is in most civil law jurisdictions that are applicable and if there's a clause in the contract. So I feel the party will have a defense. Yes, um, yeah, I, in this well, force majeure is when it is couched in that contract. What it is not in that contract? If it's not in that contract, then um frustration. No, if it's not in that you know, all this any uh, maritime contract must include uh, the insurance companies. So if it's not in the contract, it means that you are relieving the maritime, I mean the insurance company of the liability. So it means that it will be borne by the carrier. The carrier. Yeah. That's the person using the, yeah, the carrier, yeah. Depending on the type of contract, if it's um, if it's um, if it's a time charter party or a voyage charter party. It will be borne by the carrier. But if it's a no, if it's time of voyage charter party, it will be borne by the owner of the ship. But if it's a demise charter party, it will be borne by the carrier. One other thing we look at, one other instance that may come up is like for instance, you know normally transportation of like personal goods by sea. Now who bears the loss? 
for instance, perishable goods or goods that have time limits. Is a question too. Goods that have time limits. For instance, maybe a, a particular person orders for a particular good that he has to he has to deliver a particular period. But due to the first, due to the Suez Canal blockage, there was a delay in it, which affected the carrier, which have affected the buyer. And so now look at that. Who exactly bears this loss? Is it the seller or the buyer? I, if I'm to answer that, which I'm not so sure of, I believe that when, like this is cost insurance, I don't know if it's, it depends on the way they're delivering the goods. There are different ways of delivering, like cost insurance spreads, which other one. There are different methods of delivering goods. So mostly when it's, most when it's delivering, like when they're delivering into shipping, as when the goods has been, when they've, they've put it in the ship, and when it has gone on voyage, when they delivered it to the carrier, in that particular instance, the liability is is deemed that the property already transferred to the buyer. To the buyer. So anything that happens might be borne by the buyer. It's just like the yes, it belongs to the buyer. buyer. As far as that can be social. If you give a bill of lading, bill of lading, not the goods. If you give a the bill of lading to the buyer, the fact that he has not received it in his own country does not. Preventing from liability. No, do not prevent from liability. There's, there's, um, there's, a, there's a, there's a seller and there's a buyer. Mm. Once, you want, once anything that involves maritime, yeah. you use the bill of lading. Yes. So the bill of lading, the content of the bill of lading, it will state the goods you are carrying, yeah. the name of the person that will receive it, yes. the amount being paid, yeah. and everything. Yes. So once the bill of lading has been issued to mm. you, the title has transferred to you, even though possession is still with the seller. Okay. How do you transfer the bill of lading to the buyer? Like, how the seller? Is it with the goods like? Is it that the ship, the person is carrying the ship, not the people that transport the ship, they give it to the hand over to the person? Once you and that person will hand over to the buyer. Yeah. That's how it works. Yeah. That's how it works. So in that instance, is the bill of lady still is still with the the crewman, the crewmaster. If it's with the captain. The captain, yeah. Yeah. So in that instance, it's still with the captain. Once it, yeah. Is it once it's delivered to the, is it once the bill of lading delivered to the buyer that the property is transferred or when it's delivered to the captain? That's what I'm trying to say now. That one, is that it when it's delivered to the captain? That ownership is transferred or when it is delivered by the captain to the buyer? Well, let me answer it this way. Depending on the type of contract, according to what I said, if it's, if it's a, you know, we said time charter party and voyage charter party, what you are renting is, what you are renting is only the, um, you are renting the ship, the owner will provide you with the crew members. Do you understand? You are renting the ship, the owner will provide you with the crew members. Do you understand? So the owner has rights over the crew members and the ship. So if you give it to the captain in that instance, it is still deemed as if the captain is still working for the owner of the ship. But if it's a demise charter party, a demise charter party, you are renting the old way. You are renting everything in that ship. So you are renting the ship, 
you will rent the crew members on that ship. You'll be the one to put them there on your own. So if they give the captain the bill of lading at that point, to be deemed as if it has been transferred to the seller. The thing is, let's make this an assignment, sincerely, because I still have, like, I, I don't know, I'm still confused, I still have issues with that answer, okay. because I also have a previous knowledge of certain things. So if you just make it an assignment for everybody, let's make research that in this such situation, you got my question, in such situation, who bears the loss? Okay, who bears the loss? Who has the liability? Is it the seller? Like, when does property pass? In this instance, I know I had asset knowledge, but now it's still, I'm not so sure. Let's just make research. I will be the loss in this instance. Is it the seller or the buyer? When they think it's in the ship already? What's your opinion? Do you guys have any question? Why is there a need for artificial canals? I feel that we have enough waters already. Yeah, according to what he said. You know, that canal, that canal is, is the, it's more like, let's say there's a shortcut, but God did not put water in that shortcut. That place is, on, is um, in Egypt. That place could connect, if you look at the map, you know where the Mediterranean Sea is? The Mediterranean Sea, I think it's the sea between, I think, Italy and North. The Mediterranean Sea is between Europe and Asia. That's... Um, Italy on this side, then Asia here, that part of Asia um, from Saudi Arabia, if you leave Egypt, you enter the Red Sea. From the Red Sea, you enter Saudi Arabia. From Saudi Arabia, that is Asia Minor, you enter Turkey. So from Turkey, you can link, from Turkey, once you're in Turkey, you're already in Europe. Do you understand? So now, I think there is a, from Egypt, there is, there is a very short route that you can use to link the Mediterranean Sea. And the Mediterranean Sea is below Saudi Arabia. And Saudi Arabia is in Asia Minor. Do you understand? So that Mediterranean Sea, in order to gain access to that Mediterranean Sea, that was why they dug that canal. So if any ship is coming from Africa here, yeah, once they can pass through all these Libya waters and all, once they get into Egypt, you know, uh, the Nile, once they get through the Nile, then before, when the canal was not there, that place was bare land. So they could not pass through. So what they do is they pass through the Cape of Good Hope in South Africa. So it's more like a journey that you're supposed to use seven days for. You're using three weeks. You use three weeks if you pass through the Cape of Good Hope in South Africa. You spend more money, you spend more time. So when they now dug that canal, so it means that you could pass through the canal, you get there in three days instead of seven, three weeks, you get it in three days. It's shorter and it's safer. You save more money and it's faster. So once you can link, once you pass through that canal, you link the Mediterranean Sea, then you are in Europe. Okay. You said one of the causes of Suez Canal. 
What is sandstorm and is that the only cause of the Suez Canal blockage? No. Sandstorm is like a wide wind, like a wide storm. So other causes, there are other causes, like I said, we have... can throw the ship off balance. So once it throws the ship off balance, the ship can... Uh, capsize. Uh, no, not capsize. It can capsize, but and it can ground the ship. Make you stuck there. Sing. Uh, I think what I mean by ground is, you know, inside water used to have uh, the water bed. Yeah. The water that has the floor. Yeah. Floor of the sea. Do you know that in some, if there is a steam here, there are some places that 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 the this thing is usually kind of uh, higher than the other parts. Do you understand that some places are usually higher? Some are deeper. Some are deeper. While some are while some surges or sort of. Do you understand? So in that instance, if a ship, that's why you see that. Even the ships gone, they used to use compass in order to navigate those places so that they would not because if they go through those places that searches or something, the their distance, whatever, can get stuck and they won't be able to move. Do you understand? So if, if there is um, a sound a sandstorm like that, it can make them it can is this is sandstorm. Sandstorm. Do you understand? So it can make them, can drift them apart to a place whereby the ship is not supposed to pass and to just get stuck there. So once it's stuck like that, you have to call engineers to come and refloat it. No. Like I said, when the ship develops ports, it might go off course, you know? And as a result, like you said, gets grounded and gets stuck. Then another cause is human error. Like um, the captain himself, there are times when the captain, when the captain could, maybe the captain did not do what he's expected to do, or he, or he failed. Like he made mistakes, mistakes on the part of the captain, basically. I heard that, uh, is it true that the Suez sometimes will be politically motivated? Well, I, I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Eh? No, politically. Uh, yeah. Because they say some countries that have been fighting over it. Yes. So, there, sometimes, can they sabotage it just to... Well, I, I think based on the nature of international politics, I know that, that even the canal, even that canal is political. Is politically uh, uh, there's political tension on that canal between French, Egypt, and the British government. So, and again, you can look at how politics works in this world, whereby uh, uh, conspiracy theorists they will tell you that. Uh, white people, they don't want blacks to develop, blah, blah, blah. So they might think that, okay, well, since you guys are making enough money, okay, let's just block you small so that you will not be able to transport your goods for a while. It's a conspiracy theory. Do you understand? It's not as if it's founded or something. Mm.